The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. We're back here on LA's. There's some programming notes for tonight on Channel 12. We got the PBS News Hour at 7 p.m. Uh, we got the bookcase at seven at 8 p.m. and then at 8:30 between the covers. At 9 p.m. Antiques Roadshow uh, kickoff season 28 with Roadshow's first Alaska visit and find worth up to a hundred thousand dollars. Then we got another edition of Antiques Roadshow. Explore New York City appraisals, including rare baseball cards and a headboard from the set of The Godfather Part 2. And then uh, 11 p.m., Cost of Inheritance. Explore the issue of reparations to illuminate the scope and rationale of this complex debate. And then, of course, at midnight, uh, we got an important company, which normally is 11, but because time turned back, it is now uh, a midnight deal. So we got the news hour at 7, bookcase at 8, between the covers at 8.30, two editions of Antiques Roadshow at 9 and 10 respectively, and then of course cost of inheritance um, from 11 to take us up uh, to midnight. Let me do our roll call here for the table talk, you know, which starts off the week, you know, puts an awesome foundation on things here, analyze this. Um, I'm going to start in Iraq this morning. We are, we are going alphabetical order. Uh, Donald Duck's Cole, the majority leader, uh, three-term senator, and was the majority leader of the 30th uh, legislature. Uh, good morning um, to the handle out at St. Thomas. How are you, sir? Doing well, and I'm present, please. That's why talking about Josh Goodwin lives forever. Uh, over there in St. John, uh, the ranking member of this uh, quartet of Generation Dunn or Generation Gun, whatever they call us, uh, the one and only Armando Rocky Labor, two-time two Senate president, served eight terms, seven consecutively, and then came back to make sure that I, I did the job well in the 31st legislature <laughs> back in 2015 and 2016. Morning, Rocky. How are you? Good morning, Mr. President, good, and good morning to the, the handle and to the president. From, I don't know why he's saying. He's saying he's from president, right? Canaan anyway. Ridge now, man. Canaan Ridge, but, oh, 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 <laughs> but oh, oh, originally out of the West. Good morning to the audience, friend, and, and happy New Year to everybody. Without a doubt. And and thanks, thanks Rocky, for coming in and keeping me in check. In 2015 and 2016, I appreciate that. And of course, the one <laughs> only, Ronnie Russell, four-term senator, uh, out of out of out of West, but not cooling out on the north side here on St. Croix, and uh, Senate President of the 29th Legislature. Uh, morning, Ronnie Russell. Happy New Year once again. Morning, Neville. Morning, Doc. Morning, Rocky. And morning to your wonderful audience. It's a pleasure to be in the 2024. Yes, sir. You know. Yes, sir. We got to got to give thanks. Because, you know, yep. uh, tomorrow isn't yep. promised. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, gentlemen, uh, 2024 is going to be a highly charged political year. And the Virgin Islands is is in this, is it, uh, what's the word? Uh, the midst. I could say the epicenter, but I'm going to say in the midst of a, of a scandal that will not die, and that's the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. I, I don't want the people to think that we're going to be ducking this topic and all that stuff, but the reality is, last week, Ducks Cole, everybody was waiting for names to be, 
uh, uh, released and all that stuff, and uh, it, the names came out, finger pointing, the politics even reach as far as England, right? Prince, Prince Andrew is a part of this deal uh-huh. and, and, and all that stuff. You know, Ducks, <clears throat> we were uh, brought up to mind our business, right? Mind your business. That's what we used to tell you, right? Mind your business. Don't, don't worry about what other people doing, right? Uh, and, and we mind our business so good that a lot of us had no idea the kind of craziness that were going on. Alan Dershowitz, Balling and TV doc school, right? That that they gotta get me in thing and me done to nobody. Why they calling my name? What kind of thing? This this scandal ain't no joke on the docs. This thing large, my son. Jesus, everybody who was anybody back in the day looked like they wanted to rub shoulders with Jeffrey Epstein doc school. Well, Neville, you're correct. We need to mind our business, and maybe that is why it went so far. That people that come down here and we don't mind their business. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. We come in, the president come in, we don't mind his business. Oprah come in, we don't mind our business. <laughs> the greats come in, we don't mind their business. But when I look at this 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 process, I coined this thing as this guy was a multinational corporation. Mm-hmm. You, understand? you know mm-hmm. we have these multinational corporations that have tentacles throughout the world. So for me, he represents a multinational corporation. And he, he was a he was a multi he was a multi jurisdictional abuser too, because yes. it happened here, it happened in Florida, it happened in New Mexico, it happened in New York. It was awful. Yeah, and and when you have a multinational corporation, they have board of directors, and when you look at the names that are that are on this list, they become part and parcel. Not to say that these individuals and everybody on this list, you know, were participating in the heinous activities that were going on around there. But, you know, we have a saying here, you could dab everybody with the same brush. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. And a lot of people getting dab or have gotten dab with the brush and now have to extricate themselves from try to get a paint out for them because some paint is oil paint and some is water paint. And you might not be able to get the oil paint off. Water paint might rub off. So it is it is a, a point in, in U.S. Virgin Islands history that this multinational corporation have created so much disdain. And for me, I'm just hoping that the residue from his, his property are able to It was speculated before, but now we have the actual documentation. Yeah. Now we have the actual document. So I, I don't know if the movie writers oh, yes. and the people that write books, if we're going to see this thing continuing on the big screen. Well, well, let me go to Rani. I, I want to save Rocky for last because Rocky, Rocky could crystallize this thing. Well, Rani, we still got a legal, a legal matter going on here where people are still filing lawsuits. The government has been sued, right? Um, I think that's. Yes. I, I, I think I saw that. And then, and then, yes. looking at these, uh, the information that came out, we're seeing flight logs, where where people flew on planes, 
uh, with this yeah. man. Even rich people who got their own plane flying on yeah. his plane and all kind of thing. It, it looked like the, the, when you get to that certain level of profile and cachet and wealth, that all you really want to do is hang around people who are of the same ilk as you, Ronnie. That's what's going on. I mean, I mean, in, there are instances where we got certain people who got discipline who say, look, no, regardless of how much money I got or how much money they got, I don't want to be around them. You follow what I'm saying? But, but ain't everybody got a discipline, Ronnie. Some people just like to hang around the socialites, not realizing that down the road, you could pay a penalty for that. Yeah, and that penalty might be severe uh, because they tarnish the name, they tarnish a lot of, you know, heavy... But heavyweight leaders across the globe, and um, but it's money, you know, Neville, and and the 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 money part of it. The rich could do whatever they want in a free capitalist society without restrictions. That's part of it, and that's a sad commentary because um, you know. You say money can't buy everything, but he buy a lot, and Epstein did it. <laughs> but it's lingering, it's lingering, uh, because we didn't have uh, top gaps in place to 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 deal with these kind of, you know, really really terrible people. We 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 had. You know some kind of federal laws and everything, but we 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 never we never followed it, and that's part of what is with 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 government. You know, you, you get government officials, and you sort of look the other way when things happen with a lot of money. So we got to get past that, and I'm hopeful that the territory don't get hit too hard because there's some heavy lawsuits coming against the territory, and I hope we don't get hit hard because. You know, they, those those lawsuits are significant. Neville, that's a, that's uh, that's all I can say. Rocky, Rocky. In addition to wanting to be around the socialites, we got to look at, at their behavior and their mentality. We're we're grown men. We're targeting thirteen, fourteen year old girls. I mean, that's a sickness, though, Rocky. It is. That that that, that, that is. yeah. That, that ain't just. Uh, abusing money that's a that's a mental illness you got to be targeting young girls at that age that, that that's that's crazy but but what you're saying David, is that you're missing a point that money is like Ronnie was just speaking money can make you change your mind and look the other way that's what happened here. Mm -hmm. having getting money is make you change your mind or look the other way because you're reaping some benefits and for some reason or the other, the moral and the values is what we talked about earlier. Should have come into play. Something should be done. But you know, we live in a society here in, in the Virgin Islands that depend on who is who. Who is who, certain things are scrutinized differently. You know, people like me and you, they, they will go to the depths to check you out. You know, where you sleep, where you eat, where you drink. But there's those who are a little higher than us and a little more money than us, and they just pass over them with a... Well, not even have a, a dabbing of a brush. They barely pass over them. So what I'm saying is um, 
I see what's happening here as something I hope that we can come to a conclusion real soon for the territory because I don't like us to be embroiled in this controversy forever. You know, it's probably going to be there for a while, but we need to find a way to end it, to 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 bring some semblance of order and and dissolve it in, in a very special way so that in the future we don't continue that type of behavior. But I remember when there was an investigation and I spoke to some friends of mine. I said, look, how are these people are investigating and we have some people who work here and now they may not force our interest. Something is wrong. What are we thinking? We just, we want to pretend that because it's such and such. Oh, no, that can happen. Oh, no. Those people <laughs> aren't like that. They don't get involved like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to tell the truth, but that's the truth. You know, we want to pretend like, Oh, no, that couldn't happen. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, we got that. 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 Phonation, accuracy, and pitch, and the pitch, the pitch, and Rocky voice, and Rocky said, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, you know that, that's interesting. But 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 here is here is what should be our biggest concern, right? Um, docs, and I'm coming back to you now, docs. We don't want the public to think that we condone this type of um, behavior and this type of abuse. You follow what I'm saying? As a territory, we got to be concerned about how the territory is perceived externally, how people are looking at us from the outside, right? And a lot of us, I can be honest with you, a lot of us had no clue what was going on. And the island is right that, and the island is right under our nose hole. That's the scary part about it, man. Well, when, when I used to travel to St. John, and I look over on the island, right? And I said, man, look how I didn't know what was going on over there. But it had really looked good from a distance, you know, with all the palm trees and everything. Man, these guys have a lot of money to build their own island and all of that. But for me, and I think Rocky hit, uh, hit on it, is how do we move forward from this level? And as you say that, we as a, a Virgin Island to the rest of the world, not to allow something like this to happen again. And putting uh, the laws in place, putting the, the the screws in place to understand anybody coming into the Virgin Islands trying to do that, we are going to deal with you. We're not going to have it to happen. So I think that that is what has to come out, that comes out of this, that put a good face on the Virgin Islands. Yes, we did it, but it ain't happening again. We are going to be looking at you with fine-tooth uh, fine comb when you come into this territory. So that's what I expect, and I hope R that will come out of this issue. Rami, let me ask this question based on, uh, on what listener just asked. What about our lack our lack of comprehensive ethics laws here in the Virgin Islands? That's the whole issue. That issue is what I brought up, why we need accountability and a constitution, and we need 
to write them in in our laws because um, we don't want money to compromise our ethics. Mm -hmm. And that's part of, you know... But that's, that, that's actually making sure that we protect ourselves from ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and we have moved away from that. Rocky mentioned it, and we've been mentioning it all year about values and everything. But you, you have to have some sense, not only pride in your, how you present yourself to the outside world, but inner pride in how you conduct your workings as a leader. And so you got to turn away from things that seemingly might look good on the face, but ain't good for the people and on the whole. So um, in this situation, um, the, the money uh, captivated those people who cooperated with them, with, with the Epstein people, and that that is what um, what led to that global market you mentioned, Miami, New York, different places. And, and you know, and so the issue, Neville, is how hard we can get hit. Because we, we, don't, we don't generate money like that. We got a finite budget, we got everything. And, um, you know, we, we could get hit very hard because lawsuits like these, you, you don't have a, um, a good defense. You don't have a good defense. But, 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 but Ronnie, this, this is, a, this is a, a situation where being an American jurisdiction worked against us, right? Yes. Because, yes. Be, because a lot of these young girls who are aspiring to be models and, and all that stuff and want to live, you know, the high life and all that stuff, you know, had we had, had we had we not been a American jurisdiction, they would have been subjected to immigration, right? Rules and regs, exactly. laws, and 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 that is not the case when you're an American citizen. You could actually fly in here 100 percent stealth, right? Yeah. Nobody knows yeah. you're here. You're doing whatever you got to do, and then they got abused, you know. And yeah. and and we can't we can't sugarcoat it. And you know, no, hof, they, hof, they, hopefully. They no, no, we can't, we can't, and hopefully, you know, um, there's a lot to be learned, and you're right, that we could contain the damages going forward. We'll take a break, we'll take a break, and, and come back and, and talk about the NRA, because major revolutions over the weekend. Be back right after this. A new year deserves a fresh start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a nonprofit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peter's Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our nonprofit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. 
Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. this great discussion uh, this morning with uh, Donald Duck School joining us out of the Rock, uh, Rocky Labor joining us out of uh, Love City and Ronnie Russell here on the mainland and St. Croix uh, this morning with the table talk. You know, gentlemen, I sent out a couple articles yesterday. Apparently, there's a trial starting today or set to begin today as it relates to the National Rifle Association, the NRA, which is arguably one of the highest profiles and wealthiest lobbyists, got a highest profile and wealthiest lobbyists uh, in America. Uh, they impact and influence uh, legislating on a federal level um, more so than probably any other entity. The NRA, uh, they've been uh, in the news um, in particular with the amount of mass shootings that have been taking place on the mainland. We could just name off the cities. East Buffalo, uh, Uvalde, um, Nashville, uh, Cyprus, out in California, Pittsburgh, Detroit, the list goes on and on, you know, and uh, Florida, right? You had the uh, Oak, I think it's on um, Parkland, Parkland, Florida, I think that was, and, and Colorado. I mean, just just a scary uh, thing. But now we're finding out, um, Rocky Leibold, that corruption, in particular with people who, uh, entities like the NRA, with all the money they got, um, they are not immune from that type of behavior. And with the case slated for today, the 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 um the NRA I think it was the president he resigned last week Wayne Lapierre, uh, the CEO he resigned on Friday, right? And apparently there was a settlement, um, with um Joshua Powell, uh, who was let me see, um, I'm trying to get his title. He was a, okay. They said a former top executive reading an NPR story, a former top executive at the National Rifle Association. Joshua Powell has agreed, has admitted wrongdoing and agreed to pay $100,000 on the eve of a civil corruption trial of the organization's top executive set to begin Monday. The settlement announced announcement from New York State 
from the New York State Attorney General's Office on Friday came the same day NRA CEO Wayne Lapierre, 74 years old, announced his resignation from the organization after more than three decades. Joshua Powell's admission of wrongdoing and Wayne Lapierre's resignation confirm what we have alleged for years. The NRA and its senior leaders are financially corrupt, New York State Attorney General Letitia James said in a statement. In her civil lawsuit, James has accused top NRA leaders of misusing more than $64 million in cash donated by gun owners. You know, Rocky, uh, first of all, we're noticing a Letitia James name coming up very, very regular now, right? Um, uh, clearly, Rocky, these companies and these entities, when they get big, they literally believe that they could do what they want. Right? And, 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 and then when someone says, well, no, something is wrong, and all it takes is one whistleblower in Iraqi. Right? One yeah. whistleblower from within to say, look, now, man, something going on. Yeah, me want to be a part of this. And then the whole house of cards comes falling down. Now, the NRA is a big, big, uh, influential uh, entity when it comes to politics in particular uh, on the right uh, with, with the Republicans. Rocky, do you believe scandals like these and, and trials like these have the kind of impact with the voters or the voters are so focused on their pocketbook and their economics that they ain't really paying attention to what's going on? Uh, let's talk about the undecideds, the ones who aren't die hard on the left and die hard on the right, but the ones that me and Doc School talk about who are be hanging out in the middle who actually determine who wins elections. You believe uh, when they see things like this, this, this could sway how they vote? Well, what I see, I, I, I look at this whole scenario as a prelude to bigger things that's going to happen. We finally going to see some movement on gun control. Because the big players now realizing that some things are getting too close for comfort. And it's going to lead to questions in other areas. And you're going to be tying in people. Just like how the Epstein thing is. You're going to be tying a lot of these players up there in Washington. And they, you see the guys dropping off there? They don't want to make all these statements. They don't want to say too many things. So they want it to go away. So I look at this here as, you know, many of us play a game called chess. But what happened here in this case is that these guys did a castling. Yeah, you know, you like you play your game all along and you, you don't anticipate that the guy going to castle at a certain time. And he castles. Mm -hmm. So your whole ammunition now and your whole focus have to change. You got to switch to the other side now. Because what happening now is that you've changed the role and take you off guard for the moment. This is what I think is going to happen in this case. What I see here now is that we are getting closer to gun control. I believe that it has gotten so far now that these guys on top with this coming out, they don't want to be in that no more and they're looking for a way out. And this is their way out. And, and I'm saying that you're going to... Mark my words. I believe that this is the beginning of the end. No, no, no. In a tw in a twenty twenty. I'm not giving the politics. No, no, go, ahead, go, you know, go ahead and wrap up, Rocky. Go ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. Yeah. No. What I'm saying is that 
that's going to determine how the politics is going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's those four against, this whole scenario is going to change. I, I'm reading from the article in the NPR and the school. I want to, to process this uh, as relates to, to, to how, number one, whistleblowing taking place, and number two, the far-reaching implications of the accusations. In a 2020 interview with NPR, Joshua Powell, who we mentioned earlier, said that under Lapierre's leadership, the NRA tried to radicalize gun owners in order to raise more money. Quote, the term pour gasoline on the fire is from Wayne's lips to God's ears. It's very easy to raise money off of fear. The NRA, meanwhile, has portrayed this lawsuit as a political effort by a Democratic state attorney general to weaken the once powerful gun organization. Those arguments were rejected during a lengthy appeals court process, which cleared the way for Monday's trial. So, clearly, Docs, these, these guys in the business are raising money and they know that when people are um, using raw emotion, right, as opposed to song judgment, um, when it comes to making decisions and deciding, well, I'm going to, you know, take something out of my pocketbook and send to this uh, association. This is what we're talking about, man. Grifting, grifting, grifting happening every single day, every hour of the day. Well, uh, Neville, the question you asked, Rocky, about how it's going to impact voters. A lot of voters and, and those in the middle need to come together and say, we don't want this. We want to elect individuals who office that are not going to continue to perpetuate the Second Amendment uh, interpretation, right? Well, well, you know something? I'm glad you went there. Here's, 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 a, here's, a quote, here's a quote from Wayne Lapierre. I will never stop supporting the NRA and its fight to defend Second Amendment freedom. My passion for our cause burns as deeply as ever. So you're right. They're using that Second Absolutely. Amendment, you know, to the to, to the fullest to generate revenue. And Neville, you have you, you have read, uh, I think, I, uh, the justices' uh, statement. Yeah, 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 Warren Burger. Yeah, Warren Burger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Justice Burger's interpretation uh, of how these guys thinking an issue and personalize it and they correct fair before you come in to take my gun and people are being bullied into believing that somehow a second amendment right is being you know challenged yeah violated when it moves into the political arena right it's in the political arena these guys now take their personal and that's where the problem is with lawmaking and the execution and enforcement. Is where these guys now take their personal, uh, their personal issues, their personal favor, their personal uh, aspect of how life is supposed to be, and inject it into policy. And now it erodes, you know, from a political standpoint, with the democracy where the people rule, and they want to rule based on their stuff. And then the guy at the top who have embraced this, uh, I'm talking about uh, the former president, Donald Trump, 
he have embraced this and incorporated this into his platform to continue to appease this thing. So the middle of the road individuals have to look at this. And uh, the question is whether or not they're worrying about their pocketbook or they're worrying about guns. But I'm saying all these organizations like Mothers Against Gun and all this, they have to continue to persevere and elect representatives who don't want to continue to take the Second Amendment and use it for their own personal and financial uh, aggrandizing. You, you know, Randy, um, uh, when uh, uh, Docs just mentioned Donald Trump, uh, you ever notice, Randy, the biggest advocates for war and, and, and guns and all that stuff, they're some of the biggest draft dodgers that we had in this country, you know, Randy? Eh? Absolutely. We're so, only the young people them supposed to go in the army to go defend the country, not me. Right. I got a, I got a bone spur or I got a bum knee or something. I can't do it. I need a deferment. But send a young man from a small rural town and, 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 and you know, they, their biggest support on that side, Rani, come from the rural communities. Yep. Yes. And that's sad because the people don't know what's hitting them in the face. And it's sad also because they don't understand the process. What what mm. what Docs mentioned, they got to elect people who share their values, who don't don't want no you know killing, uh, you know, and using fentanyl and all of these kind of things. Mm -hmm. you, but you you got that goes back to the Supreme Court, and you mm. know. The Supreme Court is the one who relaxed these things. When these cases come up, the Supreme Court, if it was, you know, considerate of the American people as a whole, not just a small few, they would rule against these, these, these NRA and things. Rule against them, but they don't rule in favor of... But aren't you making an argument for actually it goes back to the vote because... Ducks brought up this, brings up this point all the time, right? And, and so do uh, listeners uh, who text me, right? No Supreme Court justice gets on the bench by himself, right? He right. has to be nominated by the president, and he has to be approved, right? Confirmed. Right. That's the right word. Right. Confirmed, right? right? By the Senate. And, all, and, 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 and the president and the Senate, they're all elected positions. Right. But then you have this thing, distinction with the red states, and then you got all kind of distinction down to the nitty-gritty of how they want the country to run, whether they want a democracy or they want an autocracy. Ideologies. And, and, yeah, and so you, you, got, you got a lot of dynamics. It come down to the vote, but then they're cheating the vote too. You know what I mean? And, you <laughs> yes. know, you have to... We got to elect people who have value systems that don't support the death penalty, for example. I, I know, people I, support it. I, I know this in a lot of our topics that we're talking about this morning, coming back to values and coming back to, yes. to how, to how yes. you're brought up and, and what your parents yes. attempted to, yes. and your teachers attempted to instill in us at a young age. Yes, and, and, and Neville, that Supreme Court is as right-wing as any Supreme Court. And all of those people, the senators, you know, they elected by the people. And, you know, and the, the, the religious rights and some people that really believe in certain things, uh, you know, they're controlling the country now. And that's why Trump won. And we got to 
be very vigilant of what's going to happen in this 2024 election for the president and the, the delegates and the senators and the Congress people. So I hope we could. We, we don't have no real saying anything, you know, so what? So, so I leave it there. I don't want to, I don't want to butt in, but I don't want to lose this point that democracy is challenged and the Supreme Court, and I told you guys, the most powerful branch of government is the, is the court. It's looking now way now for Thomason. Yes, sir. Threat to democracy. That's the threat to democracy, and, and Rani laid it out completely. You know, when I look at it through the lens of, of, of the political science, that is where it's at. The threat to democracy is the interpretation of the Constitution. Constitution, yes. In the hands of, yeah, of a it's political so ideology, right? It's in the hands of a political ideology that is taking democracy away from the people of the Virgin Islands, the, the, the United States. But you know, Rocky, right no, there, that, that, that's a good point. But Rocky, could you imagine somebody who occupies the Oval Office, right, and 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 was elected, right, right, to public office, somehow is now being looked at as, as was not an officer of the United States? I've, I've never seen anything like this in my life yet. It's an interpretation, Rocky. I, a, 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 look, I gone completely up the river. I gone little St. James Island. Me understand this thing. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, but listen, but Neville, that's not so crazy because you just learned that Obama says he just put in his two cents. But Obama is, is is expressing a concern, a deep concern, because uh -huh. you're you, you dealing with a set of younger folks who, like I said before a long time ago, that Trump has cultivated a group that he is the Messiah, he's the spokesperson for them, those who come to drain, nobody uh, wants uh, to listen to. Come to drain the swamp. And they don't care. Look, and they don't care what they say about Trump. He is their hero. And we have to find a way to put a dent in that. Because if you don't put a dent in that, you know, you're in trouble. Because look at the Supreme Court now. Ronnie's right. Uh -huh. The Supreme Court have a case to rule there with Jack Smith and, um, <laughs> and all of these cases yeah. about what he should be at his balance and all of that. Look at how they don't rule. Be careful because his argument is that he was in office and you can't you can't really charge me. Yeah, yeah. immunity. You're, you're talking about immunity, yeah. Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll, we'll take a break, yeah. come back and talk about immunity right after this. Be back right after this. going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world, or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Vincent van Gogh. He could, in a single day, make a great painting that is so intense and so iconic. Everyone knows the story of the moment of madness. 
the little sketch of an ear. The ear was cut with a razor. But what really happened that dark night? I kept finding holes in the official version, things that didn't make sense. Van Gogh's ear on Secrets of the Dead. Tune in Wednesday at 11 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. And we're back here analyze this uh, great discussion, uh, Table Talk, uh, to start out the new uh, school year. The school year started today. Uh, all of us were school children back in the day. And um, uh, it's only right that we, we tap into our uh, intellectual capacity earlier. And I got Ronnie Russell and St. Croix, Doc Cole and St. Thomas, and Rocky Labor and St. John. I want to go to, to Ronnie quickly uh, to, to, to piggyback on what Rocky just said. Ronnie, let me ask you. What is before the Supreme Court right now as it relates to Colorado? Is the question whether the president was an officer? Is the question um, whether he engaged in an insurrection? Or is the question whether or not Colorado had the ability to disqualify, and re- uh, disqualify Donald Trump as a candidate and remove him from half of the ballot? What is the, what, what is the Supreme Court answering out of Colorado right now? I think the answer in all of those questions um, to get to a result that um, they have to address all of those questions, Neville, if they're going to be comprehensive about dealing with the Trump issue. But but, but the, the actual appeal is Colorado's Supreme Court, court. Of, so, uh, are reversing a district court decision and removing yes, Trump right. off the ballot, right? Right, right. And that, that, but you see, they're going to be... And and whether the Supreme Court could do that is seminal. Yeah, yeah. But but the question I think is going to be answered if they take up that case and they're going, you know. Well, they scheduled oral arguments for I believe February eighth or something wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and. There are other states that did similar things too. Yeah, Maine. Apparently, the Secretary of State in Maine did the same thing, right? Yeah. And then Michigan didn't do it. Yeah, but, but Michigan claimed that, uh, one state claimed that, well, this, this is a primary, so we're not involved in this. This is an eternal yes. issue. And, yes. and, and another another one stated, uh, this is not the time. Or, uh, Minnesota, I think it was, that stated this isn't the time to do that. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they, go, they have to do, I believe, a comprehensive review mm-hmm. of, of, you know, and why they have oral arguments is because they want to hear everything that is surrounding this issue. 
this is a serious, serious issue. No, but now, now stop there, Ronnie. Stop there. I, I want the public to know, right, that um, the Colorado ruling, right, is a civil consequence, not a criminal penalty. Exactly. Ronnie, explain the distinction that as our chief legal officer here and analyze this. Well, civil is that you might violate laws and the books that don't expose you to jail time, mainly. Penal, I mean. Yeah, you know, in, in other words, criminal, you you could face jail time. Okay. Civil, money. Mm-hmm. Okay, just that's as simple as that. Or, or, or disqualification from disqualification eligibility. Disqualification yeah. or stopping you from doing something, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, but you don't you don't face uh, jail. You don't have penalties in criminal law associated with civil stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. and so so that he just be removed. He can't run. Okay, and the the issue though that um, that underlines this Neville is the right to voters to select who they want. And that's a fundamental issue that John Lewis was talking about, the vote, the right to vote. And now the issue they have to determine, I think, and comprehensively, is how do you disqualify yourself from getting that right to be at the ballot? What is the criteria for disqualification? It's have different so, so that's why you believe the Supreme Court uh, is obligated to come with a comprehensive ruling and not just dealing with the disqualification in Colorado. They in Colorado. Yes. The, yes. Doug Skoll, Rocky was speaking about um, when, when, he, when, he, when he changed his voice and he went, he didn't go, he didn't go full soprano. <laughs> he, he didn't go full soprano, but he was approaching that, right? Um, but But... One of the things that uh, living in this particular, uh, this time of our existence is that we have access to news, right, and information. And one of the Supreme uh, Court justices, Neil Gorsuch, right, he ruled on a matter literally identical to this as it relates to disqualification when he was a, mention, when, when he was a member of this, the, the 10th Circuit, the, uh, the Appellate Circuit, right, where he stated that states have the ability to disqualify candidates. Now, he is deemed one of these conservative uh, justices and, and, and the conservative six. So, he did another limelight duck school. We're going to find out now if he's consistent or if he's going to put in the wrinkle like, and, and then change his voice, like how Rocky changed his voice with a different kind of pitch and tonation. Listen, the society that helped to give Trump that particular guy to be on the... And you're you're right, yeah. Trump did appoint him, you're right. In 2017, he is a Trump appointee. You're absolutely correct. I forgot to mention that part. These guys know of the ideology and how these guys have uh, supported in the past. And I don't want to sound like I I have a crystal ball or these guys had crystal balls. But there are a lot of issues that we're seeing coming and coming from the Trump era, right? They were able to foresee that these things are going to get to the Supreme Court. Wow. And we want individuals on the Supreme Court that has an ideology that we're dealing with. 
But, but, but let me that stop. But, 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 but let me stop you there. If Gorsuch yeah. ruled on the Supreme Court like he ruled in 2010 with, with the Hassan versus Colorado case or 2012, whatever it was, then he got to rule against Trump then. What, what, what are you going to do then? Well, that, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. He, 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 they said that when they're going, they were going to deal with Roe versus Wade, right? You're right. Starry decisis. Whenever before Senate, yeah. they were dealing with settled law. Settled law. Right? Uh, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh and all them yeah. starry decisis. You're right for Joe. Yeah. yeah. But, but once, once they elevated to the Supreme Court where they have a position for life. Lifetime appointment. You're in line, Yes, sir. Settled law do no longer take <laughs> precedent. We're looking at the issue. Yeah. And it's the character. And Rani, Iraqi, and we have talked the character of these individuals. That is what these guys look for when they put people on the bench so that they are now able to continue to perpetuate, right, their way of thinking because their way of thinking is to rule and continue to rule. And they know that the Supreme Court is the the level where all these, these interpretations are made. And they now know that the Congress that is supposed to check the court in their decision is so is so is so separated in terms of ideology that the Supreme Court will be and continue to be the lawmaking body of the law. These guys know what they're doing. This ain't happenstance. They're calculated. They've done it. I like I like how you're using the past to help you to help you make it a a, a modern day uh, and futuristic uh, decision and perspective. Rocky that high pitch, that high pitch yeah. voice, that high pitch voice you, you were tapping into a little while ago, right? We we had a we had a we had a, a, a saying here, you know, wants to hear no balling, you know, right? That that, yeah. that, that, that that's a that's a that's a colloquial West Indian saying, you wants yeah, to hear right, no balling, right? right? And and the reality and the reality is, right? When you play the hard line game that that uh, extremists play, and this is on both sides, right? When you right. when, when when you make a mistake, the the hammer that come down even heavier, you know. I know I know Doc Skull is a big believer in the sledgehammer because he he ain't like a problem with with, <laughs> with 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 MG the AG with the feather, right? But right. but but the reality is these are high profile cases where the Supreme Court literally gonna be legislative on the bench, Doc uh, Rocky Labor. Yes, but listen, listen, the Doc is correct. The law, the land, supreme law, the land. But I, I want to bring it on a little bit simpler so that folks understand what it is. <laughs> it's like the legislation of the Virgin Islands. We have cases that you go to court and they call them non-justiciable. Yes, yes, yes. The Senate has control of the destiny of individuals. We just had a case where senators were elected, were ejected. Um from office, you know, and um, when we look at what happened there with Trump, is that that case that's gone there, Ronnie touched on some of it, but I, I look at it this way, that it's like a case with conspiracy. Conspiracy has always been, from my knowledge, one of the toughest cases to, to really... Um, find somebody guilty because you got to you, you because, got to you got, because, because you got to call you got to connect you got to connect multiple individuals involved in the conspiracy yeah you got to connect a lot of things and i'm i'm looking at this supreme court in this case because they are going to 
be tasked with a job to show that there's enough evidence to show that he conspired to do X, Y, Z. You're talking about the January 6th? You're talking about the January 6th uh, trial? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so that places them in a very precarious position. But now... It, but but, but the J6 trial, right? We, we want the public to know. The J6 trial, they got oral arguments tomorrow, but that's in the appellate court in D.C. The U.S., uh, this, uh, the, the, uh, the, the district court uh, of Washington, D.C., that's where they're giving the oral arguments tomorrow. They haven't gotten to the Supreme Court yet. The Supreme Court said no. Go right. through the process. So the D.C. appellate court is who hearing that trial tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And the Supreme Court knows now and they and, and they watching that the Supreme Court watching that very yeah. very closely. Yeah. yeah, they know they know that whatever decision they make is final, and it's and is addressing the whole democracy as it relates to the United States. Mm-hmm. And so their decision is probably one of the the toughest in history. But 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 here's the deal though. But but here's the deal, Rocky. Uh, I know that they are extremists and all that stuff, but. You got to go to mm-hmm. sleep at night to know Rocky, right? And 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 and, and, yeah. and, a, and a lot of them, right, know that they got to live. Yeah, don't, don't right. forget to know. That's don't right. for, don't forget to know. Justice Roberts is who saved um, Obamacare, you know, two years after oh, it was yeah, right. two years after it was enacted, and he is deemed a conservative, and he's the one who said no, 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 no. People paying for this. I could look at this. I I could view this um, through a different. Uh, lens and not an ideological lens, right? I could I could view it right. as a consumer. So look now, yes, they are extreme. That's what supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. Yes, they are extreme, Rocky. But sometimes they are human. I'll, I'll let Rocky wrap up that th- that thought. There, Rocky, go ahead. They're human, Rocky. No, but I, but guys, there are a group of people who also want to be politically correct. Oh yes, and this and that's the issue you're dealing with. This this issue dealing with where do you want to stand at the end of this decision? And I, I rest my case there. Well, my son, I, all I know is democracy, democracy, brothers, and that's what they're dealing with. They got to deal with are we going to save democracy? And I think Ronnie had his in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a, a former discussion we had in terms of does, these guys who have benefited from democracy, right? with a judicial system and all that, are they going to save democracy? That's the, the lens that they should be looking at. Are you? Um, thank, you very, thank you very much, Mr. Majority Leader. Rani, I'm going to give you the last say on this topic. With all these different cases surrounding one individual, how, how can he survive and will he survive? I don't think okay. he will survive. And I think that the Gorsuch opinion, you see... The, you got two things. Federalists who believe federal laws should always govern, and then you got those who believe the state should have rights to make decisions independent of the federal law. Mm-hmm. And what Colorado did was made that distinction. We could decide who could run on our ballot. And mm. it's fundamental to the democracy because, you know, he, 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 has demonstrated he don't follow no law, no rule of law. And it comes right. down to, should the rule of law be enforced in a democracy where you have systems in place to protect or 
one uh-huh. man could just destroy it. And I think we did that we we did Neville and that's why I think they're gonna deal with it comprehensive because they got to answer all of the questions that come up in the states. And, and you would hope and you would hope, Rani, Rocky and Ducks, that when the Supreme Court rules on a matter, right, that it is final, as Doc says, and and, and and Rocky says, and that it don't come back up again. In other words, when it repeats itself, that they reject it and say, look, the Supreme Court has already ruled on this matter. This matter, exactly. Um, they, they, we need to reach there, and I think, you see, despite... But, 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 but you know something, in just saying that, let me to cut you off. That's why it really is important who's on the Supreme Court because Supreme Courts change all the time and they could take up matters and have a different view than how a Supreme Court had view, viewed a matter 20, 30 years ago and change it, just like Roe v. Wade. That's a classic example. Yes, but you know, they came up in a democracy and when it comes down to it, I think they're going to protect the democracy. Well, we hope so. Ducks Cole, Rocky Leibard, Ronnie Russell, and to the listening audience and everybody, thank you very much for participating this morning. Great um, touching bases, touching multiple bases discussion this morning. And gentlemen, um, Sincroy Avis final edition was yesterday, man. Big loss. At some point, we got to revisit that oh, again, because wow. that one can't stay, so that one hurting us to the core. At some yeah. point, we got to figure out how we could protect community newspapers. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Great table talk uh, to start out uh, the school year. Thank you very much. Uh, everyone, uh, thank you very much for being a part of this discussion. Be good and be safe. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I believe we got some boys there tomorrow, Wednesday. I'll go check with Dwayne Henry. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Ah, sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy. So take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.